Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're listening to Comedy Central. Following last week's extreme heat, California has announced that they will become the first state to introduce a ranking system for heat waves so people can easily understand how hot it's going to get. (laughs) Which, isn't that just temperature? (laughs) Did they just invent the thermometer? (laughs) Like, what, what, I, I guess I could see how this will be useful. It'll be like hot, extremely hot, dangerously hot, and then Idris Elba. And if it's Idris Elba, stay indoors. Stay indoors and check on your grandmother. In economic news, on Tuesday, the government reported that despite raising interest rates, inflation is still incredibly high. And in response, the stock market dropped 1,300 points, the worst drop since 2020. And can I just say, the stock market is a little bitch. (laughs) No, I mean, every single one of us, we're supposed to be realizing inflation up, inflation down, unemployment, we just have to do it, we'll roll with it. But the slightest bad news and the stock market is like, I'm crashing. <laughs> this is my worst day in two years. I don't think I can ever come back from this. And then every time, the next day, it'll be like, so I might have reacted a little uh, harshly yesterday. I might have overreacted. And I feel like today's going to be my best day ever. <laughs> so much drama. In science news, NASA is testing a new planetary defense system by launching a space probe directly into an asteroid to see if it can knock it off its course. Yeah. And I guess if that doesn't work, I'm assuming NASA's gonna go with plan B, which is talking to the asteroid about Bitcoin until it naturally veers away. <laughs> it's just gonna drift away f- from Earth. But let's move on to the big news of the day. And it is still about Queen Elizabeth II. Queen of the Andals and the first men. Khaleesi of the great grass sea and Wales. Mother of corgis and maker of chains. After 96 years of living her best life, the Queen's passing has obviously made headlines all over the globe. So, let's catch up on all those headlines in our latest installment of the Royal Rumble. Today, Queen Elizabeth was laid in state at Westminster. And, no surprise, the British went all out for it. Because the British love doing shit all dignified. (laughs) Well, they do. Have you seen the changing of the guard? That's a 45-minute ceremony just to clock out. (laughs) 
So when the queen herself dies, best believe the pomp was going to be everywhere. I'm talking streets filled with giant British flags. I'm talking soldiers with their fanciest hats. I, I'm talking a casket decked out with the royal crown on top of it. Which means technically for a while that casket was the ruler of England. <laughs> yeah, I read that on Wikipedia. And officials expect that more than 700,000 mourners will come to see the queen lying in state, with people waiting up to 30 hours in a line stretching five miles long. It's basically like trying to vote in Georgia. That's how dedicated you have to be to see the queen. But my favorite ritual, my favorite ritual in this whole thing is, is that, and this is completely true, the royal beekeeper has to inform the queen's bees <laughs> that the queen had died. That is a real thing that they have to do. And, and look, they don't have any footage of it, but I feel like I can imagine that it didn't go well. Hello, everyone. Hello. I'm afraid I have some difficult news. Uh, the queen is dead. Yeah, no, 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 not your, not your queen. Not your queen. The queen, not your queen. Calm down, everyone, calm down. Everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine, okay? Uh, we have a new uh, leader, and Charles will now be the king. So, ah, no, 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 ah, 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 I'm coming in me. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A lot of people are mourning. But it turns out, while the royal family has their official rituals, the people have their own way of mourning their beloved queen. And Buckingham Palace has politely asked them to cut that shit out. We've also heard that authorities are asking the public to stop leaving certain gifts outside Buckingham Palace. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so they're specifically asking people not to bring any more toy bears. So this all started during the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations. The Queen uh, participated in a video skit alongside an animated version of Paddington Bear. That was a real hit here, a sensation. And so in honor of that, people have been bringing toy bears and marmalade sandwiches, which were uh, mentioned in that skit, uh, to the grounds of Buckingham Palace. There have been so many bears brought that the uh, Royal Park Service is asking people not to bring any more bears and to instead bring organic tributes such as unwrapped flowers. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. This woman ruled the world's largest empire and that's what people remember her for? People are like, oh, the lady who had tea with Paddington, yeah! Are you kidding me? She was the longest reigning queen in world history. 
She drove an ambulance in World War II. She knighted legends. And she had Princess Diana killed. And you remember her from a sketch? Show some respect! Paddington Bears. By the way, I'm not sure leaving a trail of teddy bears outside the palace is a good idea. I mean, that's already how Prince Andrew finds his girlfriends. But it's not just marmalade and bears. People are leaving all sorts of things. They're leaving flowers, they're leaving pictures. I'll tell you what, this is a great opportunity to get rid of anything that you don't want and just disguise it <laughs> as a gift. Just be like, oh, our glorious queen, I honor you with this ottoman that has a wobbly leg. It is from the great Swedish kingdom of Ikea. But while some people and bees are mourning Her Majesty's passing, many other people are having a slightly different reaction. Not everything was scripted today. One person protesting Prince Andrew was quickly removed from the crowd. A day earlier, it was signage not shouting that police in Edinburgh had issued. This woman's sign was in protest at imperialism inflicted on the global south, she says, and now has been charged with breach of the peace. Another man, Simon Hill, where well, he was arrested and de-arrested in Oxford at a proclamation ceremony for the king after he shouted out who elected him. I love that. <laughs> I feel like everyone in the UK is amazing. It's like people heckling, you're a sick old man. So like, who elected him? That's a great line. Who made you king? All right, your mom, sorry about that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the police in Britain have arrested people for disrupting the, the royal ceremonies, basically, but with their opinions, which I was like, guys, the crown has gotten soft. <laughs> Someone's just holding a sign. You realize back in the day, a crowd that didn't like you, their opinion would be that your body should be separated from your head. <laughs> now they're just holding up a sign. You can just turn the other way. Yeah, you still got a neck, use it. <laughs> like, you're gonna arrest a lady in Scotland for holding a sign? I've seen Braveheart. When the Scottish want to protest the British crown, you'll know. You will know. <laughs> and this really makes you appreciate how much freedom of speech people have here in America. Yeah, you can do whatever you want here. You, you can say, the president, you can give a congressman the middle finger, you can try to murder the vice president. It's all free speech, baby. <laughs> it's all free speech. And the backlash. The backlash to the British monarchy hasn't just been coming from the United Kingdom itself. Because in many parts of the world, especially Africa, people have a very different relationship with the queen. Across the African continent, there have been people who are saying, I will not mourn for Queen Elizabeth, they herded more than a million people into concentration camps where they were tortured and dehumanized, which is why you see a statement like this from the South African opposition party, the economic freedom fighters, that said, we do not mourn the death of Elizabeth because to us, her death is a reminder of a very tragic period in this country and Africa's history. During her 70-year reign as queen, she never once acknowledged the atrocities that her family inflicted on, many, on native people that Britain invaded across the world. If there is really life and justice after death, may Elizabeth and her ancestors get what they deserve. Damn. May Elizabeth and her ancestors get what they deserve. You know what I love about that line? Is that you can't really get angry because if you do, then it means that you acknowledge what she deserves is bad. <laughs> may she get what she did. How dare you say that? Well, what does she deserve? I don't know. <laughs> and I know some of these reactions seem extreme, but when you consider what the British Empire did, these reactions are actually pretty reasonable, right? You can't expect the oppressed to mourn the oppressor. It's never gonna happen. 
Oh, it would be like giving a eulogy for the guy who stole your hubcaps. I didn't know Maurice well, but he was definitely a go-getter. <laughs> By the way, has anyone seen my hubcaps? And I know some people would say, but look, Trevor, the queen wasn't really in charge. She's just a figurehead. You can't blame her for the atrocities that the British Empire committed. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But you also understand, in her entire reign, she never repented. She never once made amends, right? There wasn't even one, like, notes app apology on her Twitter, nothing. <laughs> I mean, her crown, her crown still has that big-ass diamond that they took from South Africa. Right? It still has the Cullinan diamond. It is the ultimate conflict diamond. The least you could do is give it back. To who? I don't know. I don't know, but like, you could, you could try. You know? Find, find a South African who hosts a late night TV show. <laughs> it could be any one of them, me. Then we'll be on the path to forgiveness. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. There is a ton of baggage surrounding the British monarchy. And it has a lot of people asking questions about its future. You know, should it continue? Uh, Should they make Ted Lasso the queen? You know, he might surprise you. Should British taxpayers have to continue funding the royal family? Or should they just privatize it? Uh, The crypto.com king of England. (laughs) Either way, it's going to take a lot of work to shape the monarchy into something that everyone can get behind. But based on his first week in power... It looks like King Charles isn't the guy to do it. We begin with King Charles and his problems with pens. His reign to this point has been marked by pen problems. The latest was in Northern Ireland, where he wrote the wrong date on a document, and then the pen started leaking. And that trouble came just days after Charles appeared to get angry when there were too many pens on a desk he was using, urgently telling an aide to get rid of them. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. What the hell was that? Did you see that thing he did? He's also the ruler of an animal kingdom. And by the way, I love how Charles says the pens leak on him all the time. <laughs> These are the way he was like, oh, this bloody thing. Oh, oh. You're literally the king of England, dude. If you don't like the pens, get different pens. I'm not an expert in the monarchy, but I'm pretty sure the hierarchy doesn't go Prince William, King Charles, and then the guy who buys the pens. I don't think that's how it goes. Just get a new pen. I will say, though, I, I feel kind of bad for him. I do. Because in the old days, the king would have never had these issues. No, there'd be no leaking pens. 
Oh, also, the king would never get corrected after writing the wrong date. That, that just would have been the new date. Yeah. The king would just be like, Valentine's Day is the 15th, right? And be like, oh yes, of course, my lord, of course, my lord. Uh, uh, cancel your dinner, everybody! I don't care if you are going to propose! Just cancel it, Percy, cancel it! Now look, maybe King Charles is just stressed out right now. Maybe that's why this is happening because becoming king is a lot of pressure. I mean, there's like 15 different forks to memorize and you have to sleep with that crown on. That's not comfortable. <laughs> but if you paid attention to King Charles back during his prince days, you would know that this is pretty much how he's always been. The Prince of Wales has grown up in such a, a privileged lifestyle that he doesn't have mechanics to choose for himself anymore. Everything he's done for him, his pajamas are pressed every morning. His shoelaces are pressed flat with an iron. The water temperature has to be just tepid and only half full. Prince Charles does have his valet squeeze one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush every morning. If anyone gets anything wrong, everybody is scolded. On one occasion, he rang me from his library and he said, Oh, um, Paul, uh, a letter from the Queen seems to have fallen into my waste paper bin. Would you pick it out? <laughs> the waste paper bin was there. He was sat there. I had to bend down into the paper bin and pick out the letter, put it back on his desk. Will that be all, Your Royal Highness? Your what? <laughs> this guy had to bend down and pick something up for Charles, for him. Like, when I was a kid, I thought kings had to pull swords out of stones. <laughs> this dude can barely pull his dick out of his own pants. <laughs> Percy, I need assistance. <laughs> well, cancel your dinner, I need to pee. <laughs> you, know, you know what this, this, this tells you? This story about Charles is like, one, the royals have been royally spoilt, all right? And two, I can tell you that nobody who works in that palace is African. Because I'll tell you now, if there was one African mom who worked in that palace, you try and pull that. You try and pull that. Just be over there and just be like, can you come and pick this up for me? And she'd be like, are you, are you, are you being serious right now? Are you telling me to pick up? Well, I, I am the, there is only one king and that is Jesus, huh? There is only one king in this world and that is Jesus. You pick up that paper. You pick up that paper now, Charles. Instead of getting angry, maybe we need to understand that the royals aren't ordinary people, you know? They're like strange creatures you need to observe from a distance to understand. And that's probably why David Attenborough has teamed up with the BBC once again for a new kind of nature show. Here we have a rare sighting of a silver-haired Charles, who has just been made leader of his island kingdom. He is the Alpha now, and he is not afraid to display his dominance. The rest of the tribe watches as the Alpha performs a ceremonial task, the ritualistic marking of his territory on an incredibly large piece of paper. But wait, Charles is displeased, a tussle over the positioning of a pen. He bears his teeth in an attempt to intimidate. You can feel his strength. A message has been sent. Your new ruler isn't f***ing around. Let's kick 
things off with one of the most amazing and positive stories involving a billionaire. You know how most billionaires only seem to want to get more and more and more billions so that I guess they can afford the new iPhone? Well, it turns out <laughs> not every super rich person thinks like that. In an extraordinary act of charity, the founder of the outdoor gear and clothing brand Patagonia has given away his $3 billion company. Ownership has now been transferred to a specially created trust that is going to use any profits not reinvested in the business to fight climate change. That's expected to be roughly $100 million a year. 83-year-old Yvonne Chouinard, who started Patagonia roughly a half century ago, said, quote, we are making Earth our only shareholder. Wow. The founder of Patagonia decided being a billionaire was too much boiling for any one person, and so he's decided to give all the money away. <laughs> which, which, when you think about it, is actually the most baller move of all time, huh? <laughs> yeah, because who's more of a baller? The person who has a billion dollars or the person who literally uses their billion dollars to make it rain? That's what he's doing, because <laughs> the earth is going through a drought. He saw what happened in California. He's like, I'm gonna make it rain. And who would have thought that a billionaire could give away his money to help the planet instead of trying to escape it in a penis rocket. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> I didn't know, but apparently you can. And if I'm the Earth, this is great news for me. Because, I mean, yeah, pollution is killing me, but now I'm rich enough to stunt on other planets? Where's your private jet, Pluto? Are you even a planet anymore? Bam, bitch! <laughs> I will say it's gonna be a little bit awkward for Yvonne Chouinard's kids when they try and explain why they didn't inherit their dad's billions. You know, it's like, so did your father give you the money? It's like, no, he gave it to a polar bear. <laughs> it's like, damn, you probably suck. Now, if we had more time, we could talk about how the founder of Patagonia is showing us that you can still be super rich and not be a billionaire. And he's showing that hypercapitalism isn't the only way a business can run. And it can still be successful. And it can still make money. And it can contribute as much as it gets. But we don't have the time to talk about all of that. Because while the owner of Patagonia is trying to be the Earth's biggest advocate, Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, is trying to be the Earth's biggest dick. Now to that dramatic and controversial twist in the battle over immigration overnight. The governor of Florida taking credit for sending at least two two planes filled with migrants to the wealthy Massachusetts island of Martha's Vineyard. The planes carried 50 migrants from Venezuela. The island community was given no heads up about it. All they did was see some planes and a bunch of people come off. The group arrived with children and some elderly family members, all of whom could not speak English. The community, though, banded together. They helped them. They set them up in a nearby church overnight. Now, what's truly bizarre about the situation is all of these immigrants came from Texas, and it appears only the planes were provided by Florida specifically to bring them here. You know, there's assholes, and then there's this guy. <laughs> no, because you know, sometimes, you know, someone is so terrible, the word asshole doesn't quite capture their essence enough, you know? Yeah, because everyone is an asshole. Like, my neighbor's an asshole, you know? Drivers in traffic are assholes. Hell, I'm an asshole. But Ron DeSantis, he's like, he's like the, the little edges, the little ridges around the asshole that really catch all the shit. <laughs> And because I can't show you that on TV, here's a picture of a star-nosed mole so you know exactly what I'm trying to say. It's those little... Because here's the thing, remember, Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida, so why is he grabbing refugees in Texas and shipping them to Massachusetts, huh? Why, so he can prove that America's immigration system is broken? Yeah, everyone knows that. But instead of pushing lawmakers to actually reform the system, he's using taxpayer money to what, go viral? Because this is what he, what, he, what he wants to do, right? And this is what gets to me. 
If you told the sanctus to spend the same amount of money helping these asylum seekers, he'd be like, oh, we don't have the funding for that. But to troll the Democrats, suddenly he's like, put it on my card, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, America actually has a history of doing this. Yeah, in the 1960s, racist organizations in the South shipped black people up to northern states to make liberals uncomfortable. But Ron DeSantis obviously doesn't know about that because the pages in his history books were torn out in his state, so I get it. Now, <laughs> if we had more time, we could delve into a long history of how American lawmakers are all too happy to pour tons of resources into destabilizing Central and South American countries, but when the effects of that destabilization are felt in America, suddenly they don't have the money to pay for the consequences of their actions, but we don't have the time to get into that because while American lawmakers are arguing about what's happening at land borders, Americans on the internet are at war about what's happening under the sea. The new trailer for the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid already has more than 100 million views. While it's got a lot of fans, it is also being attacked by some internet trolls. Actress Halle Bailey stars as Ariel in Disney's new live-action film, and she looks nothing like the animated Little Mermaid with red hair from the original 1989 classic. The trailer has received more than 1.5 million dislikes on YouTube. Then there are the ugly, racist tweets. The Little Mermaid is white, not black. Really, people? We're doing this again? Huh? She looks nothing like the... Nothing like... They both have the tail, huh? They both have the... Ra she looks nothing like her. How do I even know that she's a mermaid? <laughs> Once again, a bunch of internet racists are upset that a fictional character is being played by a black person. And honestly, I don't know what the big deal is. You guys realize that Nemo was black too, right? <laughs> That whole movie was about a fish who can't find his dad. Yeah. <laughs> ah, calm down, calm down. I can say that because my dad left and he's white, so who's racist now? <laughs> this is so ridiculous. First of all, of course, the little mermaid is black, all right? Everyone whose name starts with Lil is black. <laughs> Lil Wayne, Lil Nas X, Lil Kim. Honestly, if you heard that there was a woman named Little Mermaid, you just assume that she's on a track with Cardi B, you know? <laughs> with my wet ass flippers. So look. <laughs> so look, stop being ridiculous. It's imaginary. You know, I hope this scandal doesn't overshadow the rest of the movie. The Little Mermaid is a beautiful story about a young woman changing her core identity to please a man. Let's not forget about that, people. <laughs> And look, if we had more time, we could talk about how Disney already created a black mermaid 30 years ago and nobody cared, or how there's still plenty of white princesses for little girls whose dream it is to be in a monarchy. And let's not forget, you can still watch the original Little Mermaid. It's not like if you try to turn it on, Mickey's gonna jump out of the screen and be like, you're racist, ha <laughs> But we don't have time for that, because racism isn't just on Twitter. It turns out it's also ruining the NBA. Receiving the major headline out of the NBA, they have now suspended Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury owner Robert Sarver for a year. They have fined him $10 million after a nearly year-long investigation that detailed inappropriate behavior during his 18 years with the team. The league says Sarver, whose teams are mostly black, repeated the N-word five times, bullied employees, and sent pornographic material, including a video, to staffers. Sarver also allegedly made jokes frequently to employees in large and small settings about sex and sex-related anatomy. Whew. They say this guy was using the N-word, he was bullying people, and there was sexual harassment. That's a triple-double in HR violations. I mean, <laughs> how do you justify sending porn to your employees? What are you doing? Huh? What, what's the rationale? Just being like, do you see that gangbang video that I emailed you? Well, that's the kind of teamwork I want to see on the court tonight, people! <laughs> Come on, get out there! <laughs> Now, to be fair, to be fair, 
Sava wasn't calling black people the N-word, all right? He was just allegedly repeating black people's use of the N-word and then complaining about why he couldn't say it, but they could. But he was saying it. So he isn't necessarily racist, but he's definitely a moron. And here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't get. If you're someone who wants to walk around saying the N-word, then pretty much the worst place in the world for you is the NBA. He's like, I love saying the N-word and I hate the sound of squeaky shoes. Well, my man, you chose the wrong field. <laughs> now, if we had more time, we could talk about whether or not a one-year suspension is enough of a punishment for what this owner has done. Because if you can't learn in five minutes that you shouldn't be saying the N-word, and I'm not sure that the, a year is gonna help, but we don't have the time for that. Because while the NBA is dealing with one bad owner, there's a scandal in the chess world right now that is shaking the entire sport. A cheating scandal is rocking the world of chess like never before. After world chess champion Magnus Carlsen recently lost a match to young up-and-comer Hans Niemann, Carlsen abruptly quit the tournament and then posted a cryptic tweet that many interpreted as an accusation that Niemann had cheated. Since then, speculation has run wild about how Neiman could have cheated, with some people suggesting that some kind of wearable vibrating device could have been feeding him moves. A world champion has never withdrawn from a chess tournament before this, in the history of the game of chess. So it's really unprecedented. Yeah, you damn right this is unprecedented. A chess grandmaster might have been cheating? That is disgusting! The game of chess is sacred. It's an ancient game of skill and strategy with the little horsies that you play with. <laughs> L-shape. <laughs> now, even though lots of people are accusing Neiman of cheating, nobody can say exactly how he did it. Although, you may have heard them say vibrating. Yeah, the one theory which the internet is running wild with is that he used vibrating anal beads <laughs> to tell him what moves to make. <laughs> which I know sounds nuts, but I get why someone would use vibrating anal beads to cheat, you know, because even if you lose, you still kind of win, you know? <laughs> and let's be clear, let us be clear, there is absolutely no place for sex toys in the game of chess. <laughs> Except for the pawns and the bishop, if you nasty. <laughs> Before we go, please consider supporting a Vibrant Emotional Health. They're a nonprofit dedicated to helping people achieve emotional well-being with innovative community programs as well as the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. So if you want to support them and their valuable work, then please donate at the link below. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.